Hey, my Rebels, you're listening to the Restless Rebels Unstoppable Podcast, and this is your host, Marissa Avila. We're going to get right into it today, and we're talking about fears. Fears, everything that scares us. So as I was doing some research um, and reading some different articles about obstacles that that get in the way of entrepreneurs... Um, I came across a list of fears, and I also came across an entrepreneur who said, write down your fears, not your goals. And the more I thought about that, the more it made sense to me. So I am someone who has a lot of fears, um, a lot of anxiety at times, and it's been really helpful for me to write all of those fears down. And as I'm writing those fears down, I'm able to sort through them and think about what the worst case scenario is in different situations. Now, sometimes I'm extreme. Um, We went to Vegas over the weekend and I really don't love flying. And so my husband was like, well, what's the worst thing that's going to (laughs) happen? And lately I've been saying, well, the worst thing that's going to happen is I might die. Um, and obviously that's not true. I know that's not going to happen, but, um, I've just been thinking lately, if that's the worst thing that's going to happen, then I might as well die trying to live, right? Trying to live my best life. And so maybe we can all get to that point where we are thinking about our fears and we're thinking about the worst case scenario. And it really doesn't sound all that bad. When we write things down, it becomes less scary because we are able to rationalize. We are able to think through. We are getting it uh, on paper, which is somewhere outside of our head. Um, And that just, it it, it makes it different because it makes it seem like something that's outside of us. That's a task that we have to perform and it's not actually us, okay? So when we're afraid, oftentimes our fear makes it sound like we have excuses. So we might say, uh, when we're talking about starting a business, we might say, I don't have enough money to start. I don't have enough time to start. I'm raising my kids. I'm going to school. I'm working full time. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do this. There's no time left in my day. Um, what if no one likes the product that I have? No, what if no one understands the services that I offer? All of those different excuses when we know that we have something great to offer. So like Oprah says, we are either always moving in the way of fear or in the way of love. We want to make sure that we are moving out of the way of fear and into the way of love. Because that's how we want to run our businesses. So we're going to talk through um, a few different fears that are common as people are starting businesses or taking on any new venture. And the first one is the fear of failure. The fear of failure is a big one, right? No one wants to fail at anything. We want to be successful in whatever it is that we set out to do. But we have to realize that if we're going to try anything new, and if we're going to grow, then sometimes we're going to fail. And I like to think about uh, myself. um, As I was little, I always won all of the races on track and field day. I was a pretty fast kid. And even one time, my shoe fell off. 
And I decided I'm just going to run with my sock. And I still got third place. And I was like, oh, I'm so good at running, right? Like I was little, I was like, oh, I'm so good at this. And then when I hit high school, um, I was asked to run cross country. And I thought, oh, I'm going to kill it. I'll be so good at this too. And when I ran cross country, it was terrible. <laughs> I was sore every day. I was not fast. I could not run for long periods of time at first, right? Like I learned to. I wanted to quit, but my dad made me, made me continue going, which I'm happy he did. But I realized it's really not a strength of mine, and it's really not something that I wanted to continue to pursue. Instead, I just wanted to run quick and get over um, what I needed to and get a reward at the end, right? Bring home a trophy um, or a ribbon instead of having to run for miles and miles and miles. So, but what did I learn in all of that? Well, one, I learned that I didn't love that. <laughs> and so I would grow in a different direction. Two, I learned that even though it wasn't something that I loved, I could still make it through the season being sore um, and being, you know, not being at my best, um, but I could still do it, right? And so I learned from it. And everything that we do, we learn from. In the morning when I wake up, um, my eyebrows are not microbladed right now, which they usually are. So I have to fill in my eyebrows and sometimes I fail. Sometimes one's a little higher than the other, right? And it's okay. It's okay. That's the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to walk out the door with a little bit crooked eyebrow. <laughs> it's fine. It's not the end of the world. So I just need to get my eyebrows done again. My point is, is that sometimes we're going to fail, but if we don't try, then we will not grow. We will not learn the lessons that we need to learn. We'll stay exactly where we are. So we have to think about worst case scenario and best case scenario. If you're successful at what it is that you set out to do, what will that look like? What will that feel like? And if we're not, what is the worst case scenario that's going to happen? Is it that big of a deal or will we make it through? We will make it through. We're still here. I don't think that m many of us have made it this far without failing at something, and that's okay. We've learned. So that's that. The second one is fear of looking stupid. Okay. So I think that this is the one that I have had the most trouble with, is fear of looking stupid. Um, we want to always come off as being knowledgeable as being really great at whatever it is that we are offering um, or creating for people. And we are, but we're not going to know it all. We're not going to be experts from day one when we start our businesses. That's just not the case with anyone. And when you look at doctors, for example, you go in, you're sick, and you're giving the doctor all of your symptoms. They're typing all of your symptoms into this computer. And they're saying, okay, well, what about this symptom? Do you have that? No. Okay. What about this symptom? Yes. Okay. Let me type that in. Right. And so they're using a tool to be able to come up with an educated guess as to what it is that you have. It's not something that they just walk in the room and they know by looking at you or talking to you for two minutes. Right. They have a tool that allows them to create an educated guess. They're not the best at everything on day one. 
after a while, someone will walk in with those symptoms and maybe they won't have to use that tool. They'll say, okay, this is probably what you have. I just talked to this person and this person and this person who had the same symptoms, right? And can we talk about meteorologists? So meteorologists, we love you so much, but sometimes we think the weather is going to be 85 degrees without a drop of rain and no clouds. And then our events are rained out in the afternoon. Like it's just the way that things go. And so they're using everything that they have, all the technology that they have to be able to, again, come up with an educated guess, but they're not going to know everything from day one. Okay. When you are coaching someone through something, when you are offering any kind of service, right? Say house cleaning, maybe you're going to use some products that are not your, going to be your favorite products a year from now. When you are coaching someone, maybe you're going to, you know, start with one analogy to help people get through an obstacle. And then you realize that maybe that's not the best analogy to use later on. It's okay. We are leaders. We are putting ourselves out there. We are passionate about what our business is. And so we learn as much as we can day by day. But that doesn't mean that we'll ever know everything. And that's okay. So we have to give ourselves a break. Plus, the people who I see who are putting themselves out there and who are truly vulnerable, saying, hey, come with, come with me. Let me help you with this. Those are the people I believe are the most courageous. And I think that what you'll realize is that you probably believe the same. You see people putting themselves out there. And it's a courageous act. It's hard to do. We don't look stupid. We look like leaders. And that's what we are. All right. Number three, spending money. Spending money is hard when you're starting off. So um, something I didn't mention before is that for the last few years, when I was teaching, I was also fixing and flipping mid-century furniture on the side. And that's something that I chose to do to be able to save up money, right, as a side hustle, as I knew that I would be leaving work and I knew that I'd be starting my own business. I didn't know exactly what. And I saved up that money because I knew that there would be upfront costs, right? You have to build a website. You have to pay your monthly bills just like you were before. So you need your salary, right? Maybe sometimes less than what you were making, but you need something to get by. You need to pay for um, different services. So like Calendly, you might need to pay for Canva or someone to create logos or content for you. Um, all of those things come into play. You might need to pay for actual products and marketing of your products. So all of those things cost money, and that's true. And it's scary to spend that money when you don't know what your profit will be from the get-go. But we have to ask ourselves about opportunity costs. So what am I missing out on if I don't take this opportunity versus what am I missing out on if I do take this opportunity? So you are going to miss out on potentially some money, right? If you do take the opportunity, but later on down the road, are you going to make that back? And then are, is your business going to start to become profitable? And if you don't take that step and spend that money, what will your life look like a year from now, two years from now? Are you missing out 
not only on a lifestyle change that you might want by starting a business, and you're not able to serve the people who you want to serve, but you're also missing out on financial opportunities. There are, of course, things available to us to help out. There are micro loans that might be available to many of us. There's fundraising that we can do. There's a quick side hustle to come up with money to be able to do things, sell things that you already have, for example, that you're not using anymore. I know I've done that plenty of times, like my kids' clothes, um, you know, when they've outgrown them, just little things here and there that we don't even really think about can actually turn out to be a lot when we're starting out. So we can be frugal. I'm not saying go crazy, but we have to realize that we need to invest in ourselves from the get-go. And that's truly what we're doing with our startup costs is we're investing in ourselves. And so at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, do we trust ourselves to be able to invest in ourselves? We should, right? We should be able to invest and trust that we're going to make things happen with that. And not only that, but I think that we are willing to work harder when we have a little bit of skin in the game. So if you say, you know, I just spent $2,000, You want to make sure that you're making that $2,000 up quick and that you're starting to make a profit. You're willing to work harder because you put something in. Not only time and effort, but you also put money in. So you're ready and willing to make it work. So that's that. The last one that we'll be talking about is the fear of disappointing people. So... Not necessarily your family or people you love, because I think that kind of goes along with um, spending money and trusting yourself, but disappointing people who are buying your services or buying your product. So we can have the best services and the best products and super fans who love us because we're doing what we do well, really well. But they're going to be those people who we are not for. We are not for everyone. And that's just a fact. Oprah's not for everyone. Jayla's not for everyone. Michael Jordan isn't for everyone, right? People who are great at what they do are not for everyone. How much money does McDonald's make? Yet you don't see me in their line very often, right? Maybe a couple times a year. That doesn't mean that they're not doing great things and providing um, providing a, a good product to people, right? A convenient product for people. A lot of people are going to spend money there, but that's just something that I don't love, right? Like I'm not going to show up in their line very often. So there are things that are for us and there are things that aren't. And we have to realize that every once in a while, we're going to have someone come to us and tell us, you know what, I really didn't love that service, or I'm not a huge fan of that product, and that's okay, right? We have to look into ourselves and ask ourselves, am I being authentic? Am I being true to the service or product that I wanted to put out there? Am I serving the people who I want to serve in the masses? Excuse me, in the masses, right? Um... And yeah, you can put feelers out, right? You can have different touch points where you're making sure that your product or service is what your customers want, but don't ever doubt that you're good enough because you are, or that your product is good enough because it is. It's just not going to be for everyone. We can't please everyone, 
or we wouldn't have anyone love us because we'd have something that's just, you know, simple and basic and not us. So that is it. Those are the four biggest fears that people have um, when starting a business. And you might have some others that you're going to need to work through. So this week, I challenge you to write down your fears. You know, you know that oh, my computer just went down real world stuff, guys. There we go. You know that you have excuses if you do. And so what you need to ask yourself this week is, what are those excuses really? What fears are underneath those excuses? And how can I start to gain a different perspective on those fears? Why have I not put myself out there? Why have I not taken that next step? What is the fear behind it? And how can I start to hammer that away to where it's not so scary anymore? And then once you put yourself out there and you're proud of self, you're proud of yourself for putting yourself out there, then that next fear that comes is not going to be as scary. Right? You're going to jump on it faster. Like, nope, that's just a fear. It's not real. I can get over it. And more work can be done here, guys. But this is the first step. Okay? I also want to mention that over the next couple of weeks, you all will be hearing about some different offers that I'm putting out there to help you along the way. So individual coaching as well as group coaching is what I'll be putting out there. I'm finishing up my website. It's taken me longer than I thought. Um, it's not an excuse. I just had to put some different things out there <laughs> um, and really figure out what would be good for you all and what would be a meaningful offer um, for everyone. So I will be putting that out there over the, over the next couple of weeks, and I will be giving you more information as we move forward. And I'm super excited to be able to help you all um, with anything that you need. In the meantime, if you would like to contact me and let me know how you're doing with all of these different tips that we're talking about, please feel free to DM me. Uh, my Instagram is restless underscore rebels underscore unstoppable. So for now, you can find me there. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know if there's something else that you're having trouble with that you want to hear more about um, or what's working for you. Maybe you have a success story that I can talk about on the show next time. Let me know. Okay. I will talk to you all on Friday. See you then. <music>